Welcome to LED Talk with Pixel Flex, your monthly podcast where we discuss the technology and solutions helping transform spaces into immersive, dynamic digital marbles. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of LED Talk with Pixel Flex. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and I'm excited for this episode because we're stepping away from our internal thought leaders, though I'm never tired of chatting with David Venus and getting his industry thoughts. But it is time to mix it up a little bit. Today, we're putting Pixel Flex's technology to the test, and we're expanding on how LED technology acts as one piece of a larger puzzle for rocking a trade show and the importance of the trade show in the AV industry. We're joined by Scott Karen, Chief Marketing Officer of Froggy's Fog, a fluid effects company bringing fog, haze, snow, bubbles, and foam to the live event scene. Scott, great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Daniel. So before we jump into the main topic, I did a little sleuthing on Scott Karen, and I found that you have a YouTube channel called Trade Show Hero. Tell me a little bit about what motivated you to start your own YouTube channel. Um, definitely some great content on there. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I guess it can kind of stem from um, I, the, the trade show industry is kind of very public but what goes on behind the scenes is very private not many people know what goes into that mm -hmm. and um when i explain to people you know what i do for a living they just have all these questions of oh well how do you do this and and what do you do when you do this and oh you get to go to all these great places and what do you do there um so it kind of just uh stemmed from that saying you know like well maybe i'll just put this all and show you all what uh what i do on a day-to-day -day basis and uh what I've learned over my years of doing it and what I'm still learning today and how to help those uh, that want to get into this industry learn more about uh, the technical side and the sort of practical side of things. I love it. What's yeah. your most exciting piece of content that you've got coming out soon? Uh, well, we actually have um, one of our largest shows of the year uh, I actually leave for next week. Nice. Um, so it is a massive uh, haunted attraction show. Um, as you can imagine, us being in the fog effects and uh, atmospheric effects, the haunted attraction industry, uh, which not many people know there is, uh, is one of our larger clients. Uh, probably about, I'd say, 75% of all of our customers are probably at least have stemmed from that industry. Um, so we're going to that show where the premier sponsor... Um, we have a massive setup, a massive booth, and a massive presence at this show. So uh, I'll be taking the cameras along with me. <laughs> Uh, to show just sort of the setup, uh, what get, went into the thought process of designing our booth, and of course the theme. It's a haunted attraction, so we had to come up with a cool, creepy theme. Um, so it's a lot of fun for me as a designer and a trade show manager to create that content as well as, uh, you know, sort of show that to people. Right. Well, we're gonna have to do a whole separate podcast on the uh, on the horror attraction industry because sure. I, there's a lot to unpack there, and I do love my thrills. So <laughs> there definitely is. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into the main topic here. So when I was flipping through Froggy's Fog product lineup, uh, I started drawing some comparisons in my head. Um, I'm a mm -hmm. big music guy, so uh, sure. I often like to equate other things to pieces of a song or pieces of the music world. And I felt like your products really represent 
the pad in music, right? It really creates the ambiance, the mood, the texture of a song, and it does that same thing for an event. Um, but a complete song can't have just pads. It needs percussion. It needs melody. It needs a movement. And I think LED is that counterpart, right? Um, you've got the fluid effects for the pad, and you've got bright lights to come in and cut through all that and, and create that movement. Um, I think there's a lot of potential for collaboration between those two technologies. And I wanted to ask you, how do you see products like fog machines and other fluid products interacting with LED technology in the live event space? Um, that's an excellent question. Um, well, uh, live events is one of our other huge demographics. Um, we, uh, work closely with production houses, production companies, touring companies, uh, theatrical companies. Um, and I think, um, you know, it, back in the seventies, eighties, it was, you know, fog machines and lights were, were, you know, sort of the staple for a concert. You'd go to a concert to be a lot of fog and a lot of lights, mm -hmm. but now those lights are becoming more sophisticated and now they've evolved into these LED, LED screens. Um, so I think, uh, your music analogy is a great analogy in terms of, okay, we need all of these parts to make this, uh, almost theatrical experience take place. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, if, if the atmospheric effects and theatrical effects really tie in well with all of those other parts of a production and, uh, LED screens just happen to be one of those that we kind of partnered with and said, you know what, we're, we're kind of like the, the bread and butter now of any of these productions. So let's, uh, let's become friends and let's, uh, let's see what we can do with yeah. this. Well, I love that there is that collaborative nature within the industry because everyone gets on the same playing field when the trade show hits and it's time to present your products to the rest of the industry. And so it's cool that, you know, these different ends of the industry work together for the live events. But then when everyone comes on the same playing field, um, you still see that collaboration too, which is really what the main focus of this podcast is about. So let's jump into the importance of having solid digital signage and solid LED in your trade show booth at your live mm -hmm. event, um, especially for a company like yours. So let me ask, sure. for a company like yours, how important is the entire trade show scene and the events scene in your industry for selling your product and making connections? Uh, do you still see more traction there than online or through social? Um, how much emphasis do you put on having a successful trade show? I mean, it, it is critical for us. Uh, trade shows are still uh, our main marketing effort. Uh, that's how we sort of started 15 years ago was going to some of the smaller industry trade shows, just selling some fog here or there. And here we've become this massive company, um, and trade shows are still an important part of that. Uh, we attend probably 35 to 40 shows a year, large and small. Um, and that's basically a lot of, because we have such a wide demographic, we, we cover, um, production companies. We cover the haunted attraction industry. We also have a line of smoke that is solely designed for uh, fire training and for uh, like military training. Every show we go to, there's somebody that comes up and tells us a new way that they're using our fog that we haven't heard. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very pivotal for us to attend all these shows and to uh, do that in 
more than just a, you know, we're bringing some fluid with us and some machines to show. We really have to keep up with the Joneses, if you will, uh, at a lot of these production shows. And a lot of these production companies are uh, using LED signage and digital signage. And uh, that was something that really became almost a, a money saver in the long term uh, because every one of these shows we were going to, we were creating custom signage uh, for that show or for that demographic. And, um, you know, bannering a, a 20 by 40 booth can really add up. And whatever you figure you're doing, you know, even, even 10 to 20 shows a year doing that, that really adds up. Uh, so for us, uh, it was kind of a no-brainer to go into a digital realm where we could have a a medium or a a uh, sort of a platform to change that message per show, um, and really up up to the minute. Um, you know, if we're at a show and and uh, we decide we want to uh, highlight a machine or a fluid that we didn't really anticipate drawing that much attention. I mean, I can literally go in and create uh, a new video or a new slide or something um, to throw onto that, that LED screen at the push of a button, which just became, uh, it made my life a lot easier in terms of, of planning and trying to read a demographic ahead of time. Right. Do you feel like the reason why social media and online or maybe just e-marketing in general for this industry hasn't taken off or at least hasn't replaced or supplanted the live event show is because in essence b2b sales are just more interpersonal and more focused on word of mouth than necessarily trying to reach the widest audience possible absolutely um i couldn't agree with that more uh i think you know social media has its place that's a great medium for us to reach out to our end users, our customers, um, a great way to see the creative ways they're using it, a great way to sort of boast, you know, where our, our product has been. And that's, that's a lot of places. Um, but those trade shows, yeah, are, are very important for that face-to-face -face contact between, uh, businesses like ours and other, other, uh, businesses to sort of put that face with and have that interaction with, I think will never be replaced by any sort of technology. And that's uh, why we continue to put so much uh, of our yearly budget into trade shows and uh, working business to business. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't see the trade show going away anytime soon though. I think the way it's designed and laid out will continue to change. Um, you know, we're seeing mm -hmm. this in really every single kind of industry where you have some sort of in-person experience, whether that is retailers, mm -hmm. whether that is the hospitality industry, or whether it's something like a trade show, it's way more experience-focused and driven. It's not just the idea of bringing people together and putting them in the same room will accomplish the end goal. Um, everyone's used to that now. People are lazy. People can get their information <laughs> from their couch, right? So if they're right. going to make the effort to go somewhere, there needs to be something beyond just, okay, I'm going to connect with people. I'm going to meet new people and hopefully learn right. about some products. There has to be something more tangible, more experience-driven, and more exciting, um, which is, I think, why we're seeing digital signage become such a staple 
Um, mm -hmm. So how does a fluid testing company like Froggy's Fog use digital signage at trade shows, at events to stand out? And what kind of content have you noticed really sells well and helps sell the products, the services, and the message of the company best? Like I said, you know, we, we, we cover so many different demographics. Uh, I've noticed personally that, that digital signage is uh, in one form or another almost in any booth over a 10 by 10 these days. Um, I mean, that, that's not to say I haven't seen digital signage in a 10 by 10. We've actually taken a 10 by 10 with our, our uh, small Pixel Flex setup um, and use that as a replacement for a, a banner in the back of a back of a 10 by 10 booth. Um, so uh, we use it generally in terms to create a feel for whatever demographic we're, we're, we're displaying with. So if it's a fire industry show, we can focus our media towards the uh, things that firemen are drawn to. And, and obviously that's bright red things and uh, the very manly sort of diamond plate uh, look and and that sort of media uh where that's complete opposite if we take it to like a production show where it's going to be okay how does your fluid make my my lights look and and how can, you know what sort of effects can i create with it right um so we use it in many different ways we'll either use it as just replacing a banner um but uh, it seems kind of a waste just to use it as that to create, you know, to create <laughs> right. a graphic and throw it up there and let it sit there. Um, so now we uh, typically create usually a 10 to 15 minute loop. Um, and it's almost like you're looking or watching a preview at a movie or um, or, you know, uh, watching a commercial break sort of uh, where we can actually create individual sort of commercials for products we might want to be featuring or for uh, highlights of our year that people might not have known about. Uh, recently, we just started manufacturing these effects machines. Um, and there are the heavy hitters out there that have been doing this for years and, uh, you know, trying to find our place in that market, we've really had to start telling people, hey, hey, we have these machines. We're making these machines. Come look at them. So rather than just uh, this sort of showing off our fluids now we're trying to to show people that hey come check out our machines as well because those are so cool um so we usually usually use it in that sort of sense of, of where we're looking at an industry we're, we're looking at the show what kind of demographic we're going to be with um i mean because every show really you're gonna you're you're gonna meet with business owners, but you're also going to meet with end users, or you might be meeting with uh, distributors. So you really want to appear, appeal to all of them. And uh, to, that's why it, it's it's so great to have this ability to sort of change the messaging every 30 seconds rather than having your messaging printed out and slapped on your booth and this is what it is. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we use it... Uh, in many different ways. Like, for example, this show that we're going to this year with Haunted Attractions last year, we created a booth that was this old haunted theater. So we had our 20 foot by 10 foot uh, video screen become our movie screen. Mm -hmm. And we created uh, some fun sort of uh, trailers that were horror themed, but also integrated our product into like, uh, for example, the old horror movie, The Fog, obviously is one that we could, you know, <laughs> sort of use or there's an old horror movie that i never even knew of but in uh 
researching for this uh for this show there was one called the frogs and it's probably <laughs> the perfect. worst horror movie you've ever seen where these frogs just attack people <laughs> um but we we put those trailers in addition with uh some of our pre-made trailers in between them so it was almost a seamless like you were looking at these movie trailers but you were seeing a real horror movie trailer and then one of our made-up horror movies right um, so it was a lot of fun and gave us that ability to do that where normally that wouldn't be possible on a show floor. Right. Well, I think you mentioned it when you first started answering this question. Really, the best part about bringing digital signage to the trade show floor is that it's flexible depending on what show you're going right. to. So you can really right. adjust that content to the audience. Um, how have you found that to be very successful for getting this product to different audiences? And what do your different audiences at different trade shows often look for how do you you know use digital signage to convince them to partner with froggy's fog um we we use it uh by educating i guess is the best way to yeah. sort of say that we try to give them the key points they need to know to make a purchase decision um there's you know you can throw all that fun looking uh you know movie trailers and stuff up there all you want but the the purpose for us being there is to uh, sell product to build relationships and to increase our brand awareness. So um, it, it becomes very convenient. Uh, whereas before people would literally have to come and talk to a sales rep to find out, Oh, we're making our own machines. But now just the general Joe Schmo walking by the booth can see now that we're putting this on the screen, you know, that, Oh, Froggy's makes machines now. And they didn't have to talk to anybody. Um, you know, and maybe that might be enough for them to, to walk in and talk to us now where they thought before, like, oh, I'm using Froggy's fluid. I, I'll always use Froggy's fluid. Great. You know, but now we're getting it, we're drawing them into a different, uh, market area. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, I, I like to educate. I like to educate in a, a, uh, attractive way. So the videos we produce, a lot of it is video, um, you know, just because that moving element sort of draws the eye in rather than just a banner. You can go to a trade show floor and walk up and down and see banners left and right, but that moving element and creating something that that draws the eye in sometimes is enough to just, you know, make somebody pause for that half a second and they go, oh, you know, and they look and, and you can draw them in that way. So right. it's a huge advantage over just uh, having a printed uh, printed graphic. Um, so we, we really try to use it that way. So now a tougher question is, mm -hmm. like you said, digital signage really allows for flexibility. And I think everyone is realizing that now, right? So if you don't have mm -hmm. digital signage in your booth, you're kind of being left behind, which means mm -hmm. the leaders in any of these industries want to have flexible, engaging content. So you're right. This kind of harkens back to the Incredibles, right? If everyone's super, no one's super. So if, <laughs> right, right. if if everyone has LED screens, how do you uh -huh. how do you go N plus two, right? How do you take it to that next level and really begin to stand out amongst your competitors? And you know, even even not focused on trying to beat out your competitor, but just how do you engage your audience in a really unique way? Give me some examples of how Froggy's Fog has tried to do that or how you've seen other companies try to do that with Pixel Flex LED screens or just any other LED screen. Sure. Uh, one uh, one way that we've really tried to do that, um, 
we tried this at a show last year. It actually never got to hit the show floor, but I think I'm going to try it again this year. Um, but we actually made the screen sort of an, a character um, where it would talk to the people walking by. Now, it wouldn't verbally talk. It wouldn't, you know, uh, audi audible talk. It was talking in, you know, with text. Um, and it would literally have this sort of like... Uh, conversation back and forth with the the people you know in the booth or walking by the booth uh about one of our new machines um so uh that's kind of a unique way we we <laughs> very like arnim zola like winter soldier yeah. kind of thing yeah uh -huh. yeah yeah you know it was kind of like a you know like the text would be like hey there you know uh -huh. and people would be like oh the screen's talking to me, <laughs> right you know? and we and we'd use a little humor there saying you know like oh i bet you didn't think the 20 foot screen would be talking to right. you right now and give a little pause for them to think that in their in their mind like no i really didn't <laughs> you know and then say okay well let me show you this you know and then we would make the machines do something um so it was sort of walking them through this demo without even actually ever talking to somebody so mm. we would uh highlight the features of those machines and say like look i can make it do this right so literally it looked like literally letting the technology speak for itself right like, literally. right so <laughs> the right so we would dmx the machines with our program so that um you know whenever it said like look i can change colors you know and it would make the machines you know the right. smoke on the machines change colors so it was one of those things where we were set it was talking to people but it wasn't really talking to people and that you know uh it, it didn't work out for a couple of reasons. I just don't think it was ready to roll out. But, um, you know, uh, it's those sort of things we look for, looking uh, for different ways than people are using it. We see a lot of people just, you know, put uh, abstract shapes up there mm -hmm. or just use advertising um, strictly. But I think it's sort of using it um, not only the content in a different way, but also the forms in a different way. A lot of, uh, like, we, we have the flex curtains with Pixel Flex. And... Um, so they are uh, about eight feet tall by about two foot wide sections. So we can configure those any way we want in any shape, um, which is kind of cool that we can create, uh, you know, almost a 3D effect that doesn't have to just be a square or a rectangle screen. It can be um, any sort of shape we want it to be. Um, so that's a that's another way that we try to every show we approach. We try to think of, OK, how can we use these screens in a different way rather than just displaying a banner on it or displaying a video on it um and uh that having that tool in my in my sort of tool chest is just invaluable now um where before you know you have to think of okay this is a signage we're gonna have in front of this this is a signage we're gonna have in front of there um you know people are gonna be entering from this this area of the hall so we got to have this sign right here but now we can change that out um, we, we've actually had ish, or, uh, times where we got through day one of the trade show and, um, sort of a B tested, you know, what sort of graphic we were displaying on that screen that was facing that main entrance. And, you know, and, uh, after the first day seeing sort of what brought people in, we just switched over to like, say, uh, presentation B to bring people in. Um, so like I said, it's a, it, you don't have to lock in to a certain message at the beginning of the show. It could be completely different by the end of the show, which right. is just incredible. So, Scott, to wrap things up, uh, obviously, mm -hmm. Froggy's Fog uses PixelFlex LED screens at their trade shows mm -hmm. and events, um, and you know, you've really been able to find that content and that technical stride by working with them. So I wanted to mm -hmm. get a better sense for that partnership 
um, sure. describe how that's affected the company uh, really tangibly and what Pixel Flex in your eyes does differently that other companies aren't doing? I, for me, I mean, I would not want to work with anybody other than Pixel Flex. Mainly just, this kind of sounds cliche, but it's it's the people. Yeah. Um, you know, they, but honestly, they have great people. Um, I had an, a situation at a show uh, this past fall where uh, we did have a technical difficulty, and um, it was in Las Vegas. We were sitting in Las Vegas at, uh, I think it was 9 p.m. Vegas time, which would have been like, uh, I think, what, uh, 10 or 11 p.m., Nashville time where Pixel Flex is based out of and I called customer uh or their 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 tech guy and you know not only did like obviously he has to answer the phone and help me but he actually drove into the office at well 11 p.m or whatever it was to get a file that we needed to fix our screen and to me I mean that just speaks speaks volumes on a company um and not only just the tech guy but i mean everybody there is very knowledgeable and they're very um excited to help and very excited to see how you're using their product um and that partnership uh between us has just kind of continued to grow because like i said in the beginning you know uh we're in the same area in the production and the in the visual effects and the atmospheric effects and uh I mean, it's it's just been a great relationship all around. So I could I couldn't be more happy. I, I every everybody I I talk to, you know, um, when we go to some of these shows, for example, these production shows, and everybody has a screen from this person or that person or whatever, um, you know, they'll always ask you like, oh, whose whose screen is that? And, you know, and I proudly say, you know, it's well, it's Pixel Flex. You gotta and I get them in touch with, uh, you know, David or uh, John is our sales rep out there. Um, you know, and they, 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 it's funny. Some of these shows we go to, we take these screens to, uh, people have more questions about the screens than they do our products. So right. <laughs> we, uh, you know, um, we're kind of repping them everywhere we go as well too. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't be happier. I love that. Yeah. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining us on LED Talk today. Um, there is a lot to unpack here. I think we're going to need to bring you on <laughs> again to see maybe how, yeah. how digital signage is collaborating um, with the horror event industry, actually. That would be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. even beyond that, I'm definitely going to be tuning into Trade Show Hero and keeping an eye out for you know what other great content you produce as you make yourself a thought leader in this space. But again, thanks for joining us on the podcast. It's always a pleasure chatting. Thank you, Daniel, very much. I'd love to come back and talk to you some more. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of LED Talk with Pixel Flex. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes, you can head to pixelflex.com news, or you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.